Welcome to episode 33 of the Loose Laces Podcast. We're digital again because this motherfucker's still diseased. My name's Davon, and I'm joined by my sickly co-host. Yo, Sean, I'm not even diseased no more, nigga. I'm good. Do you hear You hear my audio, right? I sound good? I sound crispy? I like that you got scared of, like, shit-talking to being loud. Nah. <laughs> Yo, because your following ain't finna bully me. Like, fuck all that. I respect it. ain't even matter of Whatever, nigga. Nigga, you was up there. You be, you was like a whisper last. You was a fucking esper last episode. I was dying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like ball. Nigga, you don't make no sense. Whatever, whatever. I don't care. I do care, but I don't care. I'm here. I'm well. Let's just get to the shits. All right, yo, what you caught? <sighs> Uh, let's see. I copped the John nine nine ones and them craft uh, Jordan fours. That's uh, about it. Wait, did you cop the fours for personals? For the flip? No, no, no. To, to flip. flip. Just making sure. Good I mean, shoe, but I wouldn't wear it. I, all right, so the craft fours, I'm not mad at, but I don't like. How they replaced the netting with that, uh, with the waffle suede. I'm not really the biggest fan of that, even though I'm pretty sure they feel amazing. I'm cool on them. Uh, but I was wondering if you copped them as personals because I know that they matched your jacket. Mm, They're cool, but I don't see me ever wearing them. Even if, even with the jacket, I just don't see me like. I don't like that the inside, like the inside collar, mm-hmm. is what's the word I'm looking for? It's a cracked leather. I thought I got an effective pair. Like that shit was blowing me. I I don't like it. I've a it's a great shoe, but it's a shoe that's not for me. Uh, Nike needs to get away from this whole cracked leather aesthetic. Like it, it was cool while it lasted, but I'm starting to get real tired of it. I'm not gonna hold you. I think they should have just stopped that shit after the lost and found ones. Like even if they throw it on a pair of 85s every once in a while, that might be cool. But I feel like they're just doing way too much with it. Uh, I mean, I hear you. Like I, I don't mind crack leather all the time, but as a whole. I feel like it kills the flow of this shoe. Got you. Hey. Um, what did I cop? I copped... I got the Lucky Green 2s on a restock. Uh, <laughs> nah, they, they clean. Exactly. Shut up. Uh, went ahead hit that paying for because I'm not even supposed to be buying shit right now. I had to do a Valentine's Day, about three birthday party, uh, three birthdays, and some other shit, dog. I was like, ah, let me, let me go ahead and get these while I can, because I'm gonna be salty if I don't get them. And so, uh, hopefully, they do arrive. Um, <laughs> and we can just get into, we can get into the docket right now. I'm gonna let you handle some because it's oddly personal. What you mean? What's personal? Um, Dave's passing. Okay. Yes. 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 Uh, well, let me just say this before we get into that. 
Uh, I'm just glad that my that my twos are arriving because I'm pretty sure that they were definitely in that video where people decided to rush the warehouse. And I don't want people to get hurt over no tools, especially these. Like the Memphis niggas that blew your head bro. off. Man, look, Nike, it, it's kind of sad to see Nike going through what they're going through with that. Like, y'all don't even have uh, efficient security when y'all trying to crank out all this stuff and ship it. It's kind of sad. But before we go any further, yes, um, I'll let you take point on this because, man, I, I do have, you know, what he meant to me as well. But I know he definitely meant a lot more to you. It's so weird. Like I never got a chance to meet him, but okay, for everyone that's wondering why I'm being weird about it, I used to date uh True Goy the Dove, aka Dave's daughter. Yes, rest in peace, the and, legend. Yeah, RIP to the GOAT, man. Like De La Soul. Like I, I always laugh at people when you like they talk about music, like, oh, you know, they let me know I could be weird. But seeing De La Soul go out there. And do what they felt like and be themselves always, always made me feel special. So to hear this passing, it really hurts. Like, I normally don't care about celebrities passing, but it's just like we really are losing the the greats that we grew up with. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was kind of tough to to definitely hear because if anyone knows me, everyone knows like I'm a huge, huge, huge tribe. Uh, called Quest Fan, and De La Soul is, like, right behind that. Like, you can't really embrace one without the other. Um, And then on top of that, like, they're right about... They finally got control of their music, and so they were about to go on, like, a crazy press run. Uh, What they meant to the culture, to sneakerhead culture, depending on how long you've been in the game. Like, one of our most memorable moments just as friends... You remember, I had on De La Soul dunks. I had on the lows. Yeah, I remember. That's when I knew, like, you weren't such a horrible person when I saw your shoe collection. Yeah, I mean, and that, and plus, you found out how fast I am in De La Soul dunks because I ran, uh, I ran the cops, and you didn't. Every fucking chance, huh? Yeah, and on top of that, those are the dunks that I saw a homeboy that told me that the ATM was broken. Are you going through your fucking mail? I'm sorry, I was closing the box. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the De La Soul dunks were the dunks that homeboy told me at a dunk exchange that the ATM uh, was closed. And so he would not be able to pay me right then and there. And Davon almost fought somebody on the strength of me because he felt like dude was so stupid. So, yeah, like De La Soul is ingrained just in our relationship alone. Like it's woven all through their little moments, whether it be dunk related or I know your, your wife is a De La Soul fan, a huge De La Soul fan. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just... It's it's just it hurts like when Prince passed to see someone that I looked up to musically, fashion wise, and just like I said, I never met him, but I always felt like he would have been someone that I really fucked with. So it right, 
it was it, it hurt a lot to see that happen. Yeah, and then on top of that, just even the references that I make, like when I when we first started this, when I started going by the name like Double or you know, like it was a reference to being plugged too. For those that did not know, like or or Soul Brother Number Two, so it was like Pete Rock, P Rock and CL Smooth and uh, De La Soul. Like it's. It's just in our DNA, so we would be remiss. Like we, we have to, you know, gotta give respect to the one and only True Goy, man. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, um, everyone that has joined the show. Just please feel free to raise your hand if you do want to jump in any of the topics as we go down. So far. It's just people that we do know. So we trust y'all that y'all not going to try to sabotage <laughs> the episode with some wild-ass sound effects. <laughs> greatly appreciate it. Uh, so anyways, let's uh, we're going to jump around a little bit. Uh, but let's start off with probably the bigger news. Uh, Pharrell being named the head of Louis Vuitton. Forgive me if I don't get the title right. Yeah, he's the head of menswear, the creative director of menswear. And, nigga, I am so fucking happy. Like, I know everybody wanted Martin Rose no. or Wells Barner. Wells Barner, yes. Wells Barner, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been too mad at. But I'll let you speak on this because I think we're seeing some shit at play here. I, I don't know what's going on. Because Pharrell wasn't even around. I know. Like, they had a whole bunch of people listed. But even outside of me being, like, a super Pharrell fan, I feel like it's a good follow-up because all my fashion niggas are upset that Martin Rose didn't get it. No. I respect him for that. But let, let me finish, nigga. With how wacky LV has become with this more avant-garde, this, like, push, I think that Going with Pharrell was the perfect follow-up. Now, I don't know if he's going to move the same way as Virgil or push Needle the way he did, but just based on that past collaborations and the stuff that he's done with Montclair and everywhere else, I think he really has it. And I'm glad that he can't rely on skate thing like he did with BBC. This all has to come from him. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for this shit. I think, uh, I mean, it, call me a bit of a conspiracy. I got conspiracy theories all up and down this docket. I think okay. this is, uh, because like you said, Pharrell wasn't even on that list of who was in the running. He really did come out of the blue. And I'm not going to say like he doesn't, he doesn't have, like he definitely has the resume. Um, and he is a creative person. More than just being a celebrity, I do think that this might be uh, one of those things where a phone call might have been made where Adidas, I wouldn't be surprised if Adidas was behind something like this because we're starting to see Adidas is in the hole, right? Who can they rely mm -hmm. on? And who's the biggest person that they can rely on that's there that we know of? Pharrell. Okay. So now, if you have Louis Vuitton, 
and Supreme and Nike are all bunched together. But what happens when you fracture that? What happens when you open up the door for now? You might get a Louis Vuitton human race collaboration. I mean, depending on what the paperwork <clears throat> looks like. <clears throat> uh, you oh, you can say it looks nasty, but the thing is, what what's Adidas? What's Adidas' uh, constant theme? Like their theme isn't necessarily to make something happen, to, but to prevent someone else from doing. And so if you go ahead and you put a stop to, you know, Louis Vuitton and Virgil and Off-White doing stuff in the future and you're opening the door for, um, especially since Adidas probably isn't going to work with Balenciaga anymore, who else are they going to lean on? You have Gucci, but now you open the door for Louis Vuitton. I hope, I hope and I pray that, like, even though it's all under the LVMH umbrella, that they never, ever, ever work with Adidas. No, no, but what no. What ha- I'm saying, but no. what happens when you steal that thunder? Like we've seen how much, you know, Air Force Ones and Louis Vuitton kind of moved the needle, mainly because of Virgil. I mean, I'm like that collection itself. I will give credit where credit is due. Um, not going to say like just high fashion brands because we had that discussion a while ago. But um, like what happens when you kind of sully that history of, you know, Nike in Louis Vuitton by saying, you know, why don't we put out some Sambas in Louis Vuitton or some riots with or an S1 with a Louis Vuitton monogram up? Okay. So. The reason I'm saying that something like that more than likely wouldn't happen is Adidas track record with higher brands in the last five years has been abysmal compared to how it used to be. Like when they were working with Rick Owens and Raph Simmons, big bangs, big bangs, they selling. You couldn't keep them in stock. People fuck with those. Now, you have some colors that set, but for the most part, those shoes sold. That Gucci collection, dead on arrival. The second Gucci, Gucci collection, dead on arrival. The Prada collection, dead on arrival. The Balenciaga collection, that didn't even move the needle as much as people would think before the, uh, the pedal allegations. So I don't think LV wants their product sitting. Because from what I understand, they were having a bit of a headache trying to get off the shoes to like their elite VIPs because they're like, we don't want no fucking tennis shoes. So they had to give it out to some of the lower level people. And after the debacle with the release that they Uh had, I I don't think they want to go from the upper echelon of being at the forefront of fashion to working with some fucking Adidas. You're trying like, like nigga, I don't nah, we're nah, you're trying to act like brands wouldn't work with Adidas because like like dog, Adidas has a hell of a like Balmain just uh did a collab with Puma. Like what are we talking about here? Yeah, they have a history of that. Balmain has worked with Puma in the past. This isn't new. I'm not saying that this? it's not new, but I'm saying, all right, if 
I'm pretty sure if you're not going over the sales, then let me just look at how it looks, right? The Gucci collection, the Gucci collection, all in all, wasn't bad. Aesthetically, it was not bad. Now, what it looked, how it performed in stores, I mean, we could say it's either or. Part of it is Adidas been fucking up. The other part of it is Gucci, even though Gucci's always going to be consistent, Gucci ain't been doing shit as of late. Oh, no, Gucci's falling off. That was completely the creative director's fault. But what I'm also saying is Adidas doesn't deliver because what killed Adidas, I mean, the Gucci collection for a lot of stuff, it was pre-orders. Okay. The same thing with the Balenciaga collection. Everything was a pre-order. So it didn't sell out like it would have because the niggas that want to cop it, the flip, like, I'm not put, having my money tied up for months. And the niggas that want it already got pre-sale. Like, I got pre-sale on the fucking Adidas Gucci collection. Nobody really gave a fuck. And I know if Lloyd, people would care. But as a whole, one, we got to see how Pharrell comes out. Because if Pharrell don't come out the gate swinging, niggas will be like, yo, they should have went with Martin Rose. This is awful. Fuck him. Do you two? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, what fucking shoe are they going to make that... Like, only me and you like the riots. Niggas have not woken up on those yet. And I know that niggas are not going to pay top dollar for LV NMD riots. I mean, it, I don't think we're I don't think we're supposed to anticipate riots. I think we look at some of the shoes like, I don't know. They Human races dealt with, um, damn, it was one model. They're like canvas. I forget the name of them. But they could start off wherever. Like, you'd be a fool to think, yo, we're going to put Pharrell here and he's not going to have these two link up. Maybe in a few years, but as of right now, with this, how Adidas is doing, I don't see it working. He got to get used to being in the house. He has to go through making his first few collections, really getting a feel for what he can do before he can start going crazy like that. Like, he's not a Kim Jones. He's not able to be like, yo, this is my track record. Like, he's did BBC, but BBC was mainly skating, like skating's design. So, human, what is what has he been doing with Human Race? That's not a fashion label for real, for real. What? All right. You are. It's, it's literally an entire subsidiary of Adidas. Like, what are we talking about? That's not fashion. Nigga, them basics. Nobody give a fuck about how, them goddamn basics. How is it not fashion if it's not performance? Uh, because nigga, ain't nobody wearing no fucking human race. Nigga, all right. You, <laughs> you're like, come on, man. What are we talking about here? When the last time you seen a nigga wear human I mean, race? All right. All right, whatever. Whatever. That don't mean that's that's just like if I go out and I see Y3 in the wild. You don't really see it in the wild like that. But that doesn't mean that it's not there. It doesn't mean that it's not an important part of Oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this nigga hasn't been a creative director for a high-end brand. Human race is just that's like a side project. I want to see what he can do at the front of the premier high-end brand. This is all. Like how niggas say playing in college and the like the pros is totally different. Mm. Whole different world. Like he can't rely on skate thing and everyone else. He can't just make uh what is it? BBC LV. No, he has to come in and really make a voice for himself. I I hear you. All right. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, I think, <laughs> just be prepared for a beat as a movie time. That's all I gotta say. If it happens, I'm gonna be disgusted. Cause nigga, I I be damned. I'm pretty sure they Adidas, whoever is at Adidas, like yo, how many references you need? You need five. All right, we got you. Go ahead, put that resume on there. Go ahead, give you the uh, thumbs up nasty. on LinkedIn. Nasty. And then on top of that, like you gotta think of just the shit that he like, like the last show where I was like, yo, I put the team on my back though. From somebody that has to go all the way from the back, from having Kanye, Beyonce, and Jerry Lorenzo in front of them, to now, you know, pretty much having to carry a label with the same demographic or for the same for the same demographic, like nigga Beyonce and Ivy Park putting Adidas in the hole for two hundred mil. Mm. Yeah, let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, I mean, we talked about this before, but whose fault? Everyone is, is to blame. Adidas. I'm gonna say Adidas. Like, if their contract is anything like it was with Kanye, where they set the price points and all that other stuff. It's completely fucking their fault. Like, we were talking about it, like, before the show started. But, my God. Like, the more I look at the Ivy Park collection and talk with people about it, I get so fucking angry. Like, this could have been something truly great. But, like, I was tweeting about it. Adidas needs to figure out who the fuck is their target demographic. And how to market to them? Why the sign? I, I well, first of all, your stance definitely switched from the first time we spoke about it to now. Yeah, <laughs> I convinced you that fast, huh? No, it's not that you convinced me alone. You were right, but it just comes down to actually looking at it. Because Sockjig made a good point when like, he tweeted that any decision that you think is weird that's happened with Adidas came from Germany. Mm-hmm. And then I compared them to Sega Japan and Sega America. Sega Japan completely crippled what the, like, the Genesis and the Sega Saturn could have been because they were fucking stupid. Now we're watching the same thing happen with the Germans and the Americans. Wait, it makes... No fucking. What sense. happened between Sega Japan and Sega uh, US? Because I'm not familiar with that. Okay, so the Sega Genesis first came out before the Super Nintendo. It was dog shit. They hired a new CEO for America. This motherfucker went crazy. He was like, "Look, we're gonna give Sonic away. You give Sonic away for the games. Boom. We're gonna do strategic combos with." Uh, like, all the sports games that Sega mm-hmm. had. So every hot sports person, they got a game. Sega was out here killing it. You remember the console wars. Mm-hmm. And then once the Genesis started getting old, the Japanese brass was like, nah, we need a new system because they weren't doing as well in Japan. Okay. So they were hating on America. Like, they took a lot of their creative freedom away. So they wanted to launch the Saturn before they were, like, they thought it was time to put the Genesis to sleep. Then 
they started doing stupid shit. The American CEO was like, look, let's not launch it early. They said we launched it four months early because we don't want the dream. I mean, the PlayStation to fuck us up. They like, so while they're trying to get out early, they saw the Atari Jaguar coming out. They told them to make the Sega 3D, like 32X. If you remember that, it was a waste of fucking money. Mm-hmm. It made everyone hate them. They uh, launched the Sega Saturn four months early at like, I think, $399, $299. No, it was $399. And the niggas from Sony went up to the podium at 83 and said $199 and crushed them. I'm sorry, $299 and crushed them. It was a complete slaughter all because Sega Japan. And they did similar stupid shit with the uh, Dreamcast. I know, this is a sneaker podcast. I just had to explain that. No, I appreciate but, it. Because I just wanted... I Well, really, you explained it to me, but I just want to know who dumbass uh, was behind making Aladdin difficult as shit on Sega Genesis versus how I was on Super Nintendo. Because that's my biggest... No, nah, nigga, that was cat gone. Oh, my God. But I said, <laughs> I said all that to say the Germans have completely destroyed all chances at Adidas being great. That's why everyone hates the fucking Confirmed app. Nobody likes their website. Like, just as a whole, every decision that they can make that's simple and easy, they fuck it up. Like, to go back to the Gucci collection, Adidas Gucci Mm -hmm. collection, there's literally no reason that that was a pre-order. You did all this hype in your Confirmed app just for everything to be unavailable to the public that might have been interested in buying it. And as far as the Beyonce stuff, how they didn't launch a collection to coincide with her new album after years of waiting makes no fucking sense. And so that that was the issue that we got hung up on. Whose fault is it, whether it's Beyonce and Ivy Parks or Adidas, why hasn't anything coincided with an album release? Now, if it is an issue where... <clears throat> Beyonce is not communicating it, then I feel like that falls on Beyonce because if you notice, like, the further and further from the initial launch, we haven't really seen Beyonce even in Ivy Park. It's almost like she's distancing herself as well. And so, like, I can't sell the shit if I don't see you in it. I think we can excuse the past two years because everyone got fucked up over the past two years. But even before that, we still have a a good three years where Beyonce is associated with this brand. She's not really pushing like that. Like, but do we, we don't, we don't know if, we don't know if um, they could have made the the Beyonce sweaters. Like, and they could have had the uh, Beyonce University sweaters. We don't know if Adidas could have done that. Because if they did that, they would have broke the market. If that was even produced by them. I mean, yeah. Like, but... But let's be honest. Nigga, they could have you know, put, put, put out a white and yellow collection just based off of that. Like, they just constantly miss the mark. So I don't know if it's, if it's Ivy Park and they have this theme that they want to do. Um, which kind of feels like they're just stepping on the same thing that uh, Homeboy was doing over at Reebok. Uh, like it feels like they're they're like competing with Pyre Moss as far as aesthetics go, instead of yo know, like like just put out Beyonce apparel. Like 
stop trying to do this this fashion shit that's not working that don't fit. No one knows the size of it. You're trying to create these color palettes that don't work. Like, who's who's taking responsibility for that? Now, I think you know I have switched it to where Beyonce, if 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 Beyonce is giving the okays on this. Then yeah, bro. I would I'll be mad as shit at Beyonce, which is why I even think this is coming out now. I do think it's Adidas saying, yo, Beyonce's costing us money because she's not like she's not really all that good to work with. No, I I'm still gonna put the blame on Adidas because what I was gonna say is I think they have severe production issues or internal issues because I mean reading the reports. They've been like their previous CEO had them doing stupid shit, mm-hmm. like canceling deals, fucking up everything that should have been an easy layup. And then you have uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have all this internal strife. We're going on what three years of nothing from fucking Fear of God Athletics. We got the Adidas B ball hoodie that we know Jerry created, but they didn't fucking like he didn't want to put his name on. Mm-hmm. It's something going on within Adidas where everything is getting fucked up. Like, as far as Ivy Park, it I think it might be her team designing this stuff and Adidas is producing it, but they got to fix them price points and they got to tell them, yo, stop making this avant-garde shit. Niggas do not want a giant fucking blazer that's 250 from Adidas. Like, I don't even feel like Nike can get away from a lot of that shit. Because when Nike tries to do that uh, every stitch considered and all that other high-end shit, nigga, you are Nike. I am not giving you $500 for a jacket. I'll catch it on sale. Uh, Much less a fucking Adidas. I don't know. For some reason, man, I mean, every every time... Well, let me see. Pharrell hasn't really complained. Um, but he never really complains about shit. Kanye, he complained at first about not being able to manufacture what he wanted, but then they did give him the tools to manufacture almost everything he wanted to do. Um, and he just had to be a dickhead and mess that up. Jerry Lorenzo, we still don't know the the uh, specifics of that relationship, why the fallout. And that's... But now we're starting to see it's a common denominator. Everywhere we go, I mean, everywhere you go, it's fucking Adidas at the root of the problem. <laughs> like, it is something going on over there where they have these people that should flourish, but they fail. They fail time and time again. Whether they pick a bad team, like, bad person to team up with, or they're just doing stupid shit internally, that is completely butchering them. Like, again, you have Beyonce. You should be able to drop a collection and it sells out like that. But even, like, we're just talking about the designs. The releases are fucked up. I remember I flipped out and deleted my Adidas account when I tried to buy my wife a bodysuit and a matching sneakers, and they banned me for, like, for fraud. Uh-huh. Or, like, with this collection, I was going to buy Kazi some of the shoes. I think it was the Night Joggers. Uh-huh. And they, the shoes were all in the promotion, but they didn't release with the collection. It's always the same thing. It's always some sort of fuck up. Like, they can't even get consistent release dates. We both want those riots. They were supposed to release on the 15th. Uh, I guess that's today. Mm-hmm. 
Some stores haven't gotten them. Other stores released them on February 1st without any promotion. So it's just like, I don't understand how you are fucked, like how everything is so fucked up with y'all compared to Nike, where Nike has a strong street date. Of course, some people break it, but things are typically consistent unless there's a major delay, like with the men's uh, craft fours. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I do feel like everything is Adidas' fault just because Adidas will always be Adidas. But I think when it comes to Beyonce, like how those numbers have come out, I think, um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that was something that was put out not in favor of Beyonce, just like how we saw the Carbido, uh, article, like that came from somebody that's bitter about something and saying, yo, Beyonce, she's about to go on tour and this, that, and the third, but we're losing money from her. She's not as profitable as you think. Like, I think it was somebody trying to do some shit like that. And it ended up back. I think it was someone that wants to get fucking Adidas. I mean, wants to get her away from Adidas. I would rather see her, like, like we were saying, I'd rather see her with Puma. I'd rather see her with New Balance, anybody but fucking Adidas because they consistently shit the bed. Um, all right, well, let's just go ahead and switch because I think we've already fleshed out everything. But there has been a new um, announcement that just came up. Uh, former Nike designer Nathan Van Hook is taking a new role with Adidas basketball as reported by Complex Sneakers. Nathan Van Hook has uh, on his resume the Air Yeezy 2. Um, He worked with ACG for a little bit, um, as well as Nike football. And in between time, let me see, he left Nike in December 2020 and worked at Montclair. So I think they're looking at him to fulfill some sort of gap that's left by uh, Jerry Lorenzo. This does not sound like this is the answer to what's going on here, but hey, man, uh, if they think that's going to help, then so be it. It just seems like they're constantly doing the whole, yo, let's pick up Nike scraps and see if we can do something with them here. I guess. I just, I don't even care. They always talk <laughs> about them getting this Nike sloppy seconds. Who gives a fuck? Nothing good is going to come of it. Even if they make a get model, the release method is going to be fucked up or it's going to be insanely priced. Like, again, I love the NMD Riot, but 250 USD retail? Yeah, nah, that shit hurts. You're wilding. That shit hurts every, every time I look at it. Um... It's always mismanaged. So there, there's a fake tweet slash article slash uh, whatever the fuck it is, a meme of Kanye was rumored to be getting a restructured deal with Adidas because Adidas can't move none of his merch that they've been sitting on this entire time. Now, I'm pretty sure we all know that this shit is fake. Like We all know... Yeah, my uncle at the Pentagon told me this one. Fuck out of here. Like, I don't understand why people would even think to try to pull that shit. 
However, hypothetically speaking, if you were Adidas, would you approach Kanye about possibly coming back in order to get the rest of his shit off? If I was Adidas, I'd take myself out back and give myself the old yellow treat. All right. (laughs) No, that shit is dumb. Like, I don't understand why that's even a story. We know that they're not working together. <sighs> not because, all right, the only reason I'm going to say why I'm even going to present the hypothetical situation is because now he's cut off from social media, which means that he can't say any more stupid shit. Like, we haven't heard anything from him, but it's also because he's literally been muted. Like, he can't say nothing. Yeah, for now. Nigga, no... He recorded a song with fucking Game of All People about killing Pete Davidson. <laughs> I'm good. That nigga is a human Hiroshima. Nah, I'm good. I'd rather take that 1.5 Billy loss than to pay this motherfucker more to give us put us in a worse position. I just don't get at this point, just drop the shit. Like, what are you still holding on to it for? Like, y'all trying to figure out some sort of rollout? If y'all don't just put this shit in the stores, put it in the outlets, like, what... What's hard about it? Adidas is Adidas, and Adidas is the worst. They don't want to make any sensible choice. Nigga, they can do anything in the world, and they choose to fuck up everything. So it's on brand for them. I mean, I guess. I guess. Um, Duh, they're consistently fucking stupid. So let me see. Let's go ahead and switch it back to the U.S. side of things. So you wanted to talk about uh, the John ja Morant one. Too many colors are being made. And the few isn't even. Yeah. Why, why is that? Yeah, true? hold on. All right. So let me find the tweet that summed up my thoughts perfectly. Because. All right, fuck. I don't need to find the tweet. It just comes out like this. I am tired as a whole with brands announcing shit unnecessarily and moving fast. I mean, and not moving fast enough. We live in a high speed society where everything is constantly moving. So you announcing something and showing me shit that I can't buy immediately while I have the disposable income and and you have my attention is fucking annoying. I should not see this shoe in 30 different colorways before it's available for me to purchase. Let me see. Trickle them out. Like, I'm okay with them coming out quickly because I know he's a new uh, star player, mm-hmm. but at least let me get a chance to fucking feel the shoe before I see six colorways. And then today really pissed me off when I saw that they're making a fucking $400 Swar- like Swarovski crystal version. Nigga, you can't start doing special deluxe editions before the shoe is available. Uh, like, I mean, well, I, I think I know what that was about as well. But I, I'll let you continue. My bad. Yeah, no, you're good. But I'm just like, it's just, it's it's stupid. I don't understand why they keep doing this shit. And what's even worse, he's making me hate him in his shoes. All this fake thug shit, like... <laughs> Nigga, as a person, I don't know this nigga. I don't even care about basketball. 
But when I see anything related to him in basketball, it's him talking about, I beat a nigga up. It's free to fill these hollows. Nigga, what the fuck? You are a multimillionaire. Boy, why are you tweeting like this? You got fucking niggas pointing laser beams at Pacers? Like, I mean, nigga, if you don't go sit the fuck down. First of all, people got to stop sleeping on Indiana just because it's Indiana. Like, that's where Michael Jackson's from. Gary, Indiana, they'll tell you it's nothing but gangs and potatoes out there. Like, at one point, it was very, very, very bad. Second of all, I I wasn't really too happy about the the uh, crystal, the Swarcy crystal version of the job one, but I feel like what they did was huh, they're trying to get ahead of a theme, what I think. Like, if they have an all-black job one come out, which really should come out because it's an all-black shoe, it's affordable, why wouldn't there be an all-black version, Right? But when you put these crystals on it and make it a $400 version of a shoe, you no longer have a person who's been associated with uh, quote-unquote thuggery. And now you don't have a Black Air Force activity job one. Like now you have something associated with uh, a more luxe appeal. Right? So I think that's Mm. why they did that. Uh, that that's definitely why they did that. So that way they don't have just niggas running around in job ones just breaking in niggas' houses or whatever, or people thinking, oh, this is what this shoe is going to be used for. Now, as far as... And... Cut what? I mean, we, we know that there's going to be a, a regular all-black version, I'm pretty sure, or it's going to be like majority black with white highlights or something like that. Well, I mean, white accents. But... um. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm not mad at all these colorways kind of like giving us a heads up that they're coming out because we know Nike is all in on this nigga. Like, we know they're all in. When's the last time you've heard of a I guess. shoe from anyone? Like, the last person we heard of was what? Either Giannis or Paul George. And Giannis... Giannis As a nigga who don't watch basketball, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Don't show me shit that I can't buy. I, like, you're giving me a reason to not like shit. Like, I've seen, like, one or two colorways that I want. I want to put my son in them. Just give me the goddamn shoes. There's no reason that you're doing this protracted lead-up. Nigga, we have... We are in a short attention span-ass time frame. Put the goddamn shoes on my feet. Take my goddamn money. And before you try to upscale a shoe, let it get some cultural relevance. Like, I can understand why... I would pay $400 for an Italian Lover Air Force One or a Swarovski Crystal Air Max 97. That shoe has cemented itself. Uh-huh. A fucking John Morant for, I'm sorry, for, that's what, is $90, $110? Uh-huh. And you want to make a $400 version? No. No, 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 no. No. That's, that's just silly. And I'm the target, like, I am the type of person that will buy that shoe. They just put crystals on a fucking, like, Honda Accord as far as I'm concerned. Get that shit out of here. Uh, so, Air Zoom, Air Zoom Generations are coming out in all purple suede. I'm pretty sure that price... That's the LeBron's, yeah, right? Yeah, the LeBron's. If them shit's at... Oh, I pay big bread for those. Okay. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure it's not the same suede that was used, um, like when they came out with the all wheat ones, like when they first came out. You would pay big bread for them now. Would you have paid big bread for them then? You would have said, yo. When they first came out? Yeah, when they first came out. No. All right, you know I don't like LeBrons. I don't like most LeBrons. I don't even like that model. But that purple suede, that's actually one that I liked when it first came out. I didn't give a fuck what it was. That just that shoe. But hit. would you have worried about, yo, let this nigga be relevant first before you start making shit in all suede and up in the price tag because of this designer that's associated with him? I don't think that's a fair assessment considering that LeBron was treated as like the next coming of Christ. Nigga, you don't see how they talk about John? That nigga's the next Allen Iverson slash Derrick Rose slash uh, Jesus with a grill slash Savior of Memphis slash like, yo, John Morant. I seen people be on his dick and then I saw people talking about him being like super thug. Look, I think I'm not. I do think 400 is a bit excessive, especially for a shoe that, I mean, I, I go back and forth with it. Do I like it being all black with the crystals? Because it's almost like the, uh, like the, I feel like it capitalizes kind of off the Tiffany hype. Um, but also, you know, you kind of do have to have a basic shoe in order to get accents like that to really pop. And what better than an all-black model? Because it wouldn't work with all-white. You're not going to do all-red. Like, it still has to fit, you know, the you know what either his team colors or whatever he got going on. Uh, I, wish that, I wish that, if anything, they based it off an outfit that he had on. Because he had, like, he has on, like, a few outfits where he has, like, all his chains on and his, all his stuff. And he just blinged out on the sideline. If they base it off of something like that versus just throwing it on an all-black shoe, like the old Allen Iversons that were in um, the East Bay catalog. Yeah, so which is what I, I saw someone reference that. Yeah, that's that's exact. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I was like, oh, they're definitely playing in Allen Iversons' space. But you know what? That's the perfect. That's the perfect comparison because Iversons have always been poor nigga Jordans to me. So, yeah, you just put diamonds on a jalopy. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> nah, somebody gonna she's trash. Somebody gonna hurt you behind. I'm telling you, keep, keep, keep playing. I don't give a fuck. Uh, let me see. We already spoke about the Nike warehouse getting rushed in Memphis. Um, all right. I guess the rest of uh the rest of this docket it's it's kind of like I really wish we had more people in here. Specifically, women. Nigga, I ain't worried about that. All right, because you you see what the rest of this docket looks like, right? Yeah, we can start out with the AMM twelves, nigga. Them twelves. Okay. All right. <sighs> yes, the twelves are boring. Uh, the black the black ones are terrible. The white ones are better. Um, the promo for them is pretty good. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm glad that this is more of a women's shoe than just a general shoe because, yeah, these joints ain't hitting for me. Um, I, always, I don't understand why it's a women's shoe. I mean, did you understand why the three was a women's shoe? 
Kind of, but I'll put it to you like this. I've seen more women wear threes than I've seen women wear fucking twelves. That's a lie. (laughs) There is definitely... I've seen more women in twelves, especially later. I mean, we talking about the sneaker heads that, you know, we grew up with as far as um, being on Nike talking sneaker play, then yeah, we might have seen more threes on women, but I'm pretty sure 12s are a more popular model amongst women's sneakerheads as of late. I guess I think it was a waste. Because I've been saying, yo, I don't even like how 12s look on my feet anymore. Like, they look better in smaller sizes. I think women have gravitated towards their shoe. So I like how they look in smaller sizes. Like, I'm not mad at this being a predominantly women's shoe. It's hard to call it a women's exclusive because, you know, niggas is going crazy over them. And we all, like, the first time we saw them was on James's foot. Um, yeah, and they, niggas went crazy clowning them ugly shits. I, Go ahead. I mean, this can roll into the other topic that we have along with this, but I just don't understand why, like, I get it. I don't like 12s. There are disgusting people on this planet that do like 12s. I pray for those types. But I just don't understand why you would take that model and make it a women's shoe. I just don't feel like it translates well to women. I don't feel like it's a shoe that women really want. And that's what we were talking about with the Nina Chanel rollout. And, you know, I cut the conversation short. But I think that Nina Chanel got fucked. She did an incredible shoe. She she actually took a shoe that is disgusting and made it wearable. But they gave it to, I mean, they gave her the worst fucking model and they banked on women picking them up when historically speaking, women don't fucking like twos. So you have all these stores stuck with these small sizes in the fucking uh, in those twos, like I feel like this is gonna happen with these twelves. They keep catering to an audience that doesn't exist. That nobody wants. No, women don't want fucking twos. Okay. Women don't want twelves. I'm sorry. No, nah, because first of all, what we saw last year when uh, <clears throat> there was one. There was one 12 colorway that came out that was, like, terrible. And that was with the black and turbo blue with the diamond on the bottom. Mm -hmm. So 12s have been sort of pushed towards the women's market. And I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't have really proceeded unless they saw, hey, we're kind of doing numbers with this. I think they got locked into a certain thing. Like... I want to make a fucked up joke and then I want to go into something else. A lot of these shoes are like women's condoms. They exist, but nobody fucking uses them. So, they don't, it doesn't make sense for them to exist. And that was the other thing I wanted to get onto this. Nike holding collaborators to certain models. I think that completely fucks them. Like, we were talking about it. How they rolled out the twos, I think, was one of the biggest mistakes that they ever made. Historically, twos have not been well-liked. But we've seen shoes that didn't do well come back out and do well. But Nike locking everybody in 
and then doing the rollout the wrong way fucked them. Like I'm just saying, who who them starting who are they off not, Virgil was turned. Who are twos not? Oh shit! Hold on. Um, okay. Never mind. Who doesn't like who okay, doesn't like twos? Like that? I we need to stop this. niggas with taste. Fuck out of here. Twos, nigga. Come on. What are we talking about here? Come on, man. What are we doing? Because if, if I if I really do have to go back and start naming colorways, like you won't look stupid. I'm not gonna say that twos aren't like they aren't great twos. Every fucking dog has its day. But what I'm saying is, in the hierarchy of fashion, like Jordans being fashion, niggas ain't banging with twos. Now there is an audience of dumb niggas that like them, but as a whole, twos aren't like that. I mean, aren't very well liked. And like the only reason they had some buzz is because they started off with Virgil when they should have started off with the OG Chicago two high, then led into Virgil. But after Virgil, they had Union. Then they had AMM. And people were starting to get more and more agitated with those. Even outside of the Botch Union release, people were like, these are okay. AMMs, people. People really didn't like those as much as like I thought they would, but I love them. Yeah, I love them. And then after that, yeah, after that, nobody else gave a fuck about the two releases. Nobody really cared about the Nina Chanel's except for you and me. Uh, the two eighteen, I think, the store in Detroit from like the sister store, the Burn Rubber. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave a fuck about those. The Chicago's came out and only sold out in big sizes. I mean, the OG Chicago 2 came out and only sold out in big sizes for sick niggas. The Lucky Greens are sitting, uh, aside from like size 13. Just in general, nobody likes that shit. And everyone is stuck to the... Because I'm fucking right. Like, take your feelings out of it. No, I'm not even trying to be funny. Take your like out of it and look at it. As a whole, nobody wants twos. So Nike forcing people into these certain types of models, it just hurts the stores that have to buy this garbage. Nigga, if I had a store, I would cancel my Nike contract because look at all of these collaborations that are breaking. I mean, it's more it's like, more than collaborations. Like you just named shoes that were just general releases. Like outside of Virgil, shit just sat. Like for instance, even if we take um the what you call it? The Laney ones. Laney ones had that had that random drop in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Convention Center, and it didn't even get past ninety four percent of sold inventory. Yeah, well, I was saying collaboration exhaustion, but just in general, yeah. But you know what? With a GR, you never know how it's gonna go. I'm only harping on like collabs. Because those stores have to market those. They have to put effort into releasing these fucking shoes. And then they get stuck. Like, could you imagine being stuck with Union Cortez's? No. I'll be pissed. Now you got fucking... <laughs> like, Union Jordan ones are sitting in foot lockers. But that... Like, they... <laughs> I don't know that that shit. Part of it too is they keep on like stepping on their own releases. Like let's not look at uh, let's not forget Jordan is putting out uh, fake Union ones with the mids, with uh, the Craft Jordan one. Like they keep on putting out shit that looks just like the collaborations. 
They yeah, but also they keep using the same fucking models. Like, I want to see more stuff from Nia Chanel on an unexpected model, on a shoe that she might actually love and can bring some attention to. Give her a six. Like, as much as I... Huh? Six. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with a six. But as much as, like, I laughed at the Martine Rose Air Monarchs or her Zoom moves, those are actually interesting. Like, I don't expect that. Now, I know in this year, I'm going to see at least two or three fucking Jordan 12s, maybe a pair of, like, definitely going to see some more fours and some other shit, like, just models that we're tired of seeing. I need Nike to let niggas pick what the fuck they want and move. Because as a whole, this shit is just, it's boring. It is so goddamn boring. Like these Tiana Taylor ones. Them shits is ass. That's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. I feel like, I feel like. To tell the truth? What? No. I feel like, if anything, this is one of those shoes where it being leaked killed it. Because there are plenty of shoes where once we understood the story, it was like, okay, I can see what you're doing here. You know what? I actually rock with the shoe. I think, first of all, it being on a Zoom comfort where I agree with you being locked into certain models doesn't really help. Um, but the 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 like the the non-symmetrical checks, the Travis-esque appeal of it with the oversized check or the uh, Travis off-white appeal, like that goes back into um, what I said before where, yo, off-white deserves a royalty check from every single shoe that y'all niggas decide to steal the aesthetic from. Um, and then on top of that, just the colorway itself, like to have three different shades of red and then brown. It looks like a McDonald's shoe. It looks like a CPFM McDonald's shoe. But more than anything, and this is the only way I can forgive this. And I get if I'm right, I'll buy two pairs to make up for talking shit. That shoe looked like it came out, like it should have came out in 06. And if this is a reference to her My Super Sweet 16 episode, and wow. she's using design language from back in the day, I'll buy two pairs because that's a hell of a that's reference. That's crazy. But unless it's that. Unless it's that, dog, these shoes should have came out 20 years ago. That, like, that design language does not work now. It's not goofy enough to be, like, an art experience. It's antiquated. It's just, unless that shit is that, and, nigga, if I called that, I'm a fucking genius. But as a whole, I just think that Shorty went with a horrible design to get across her a rose that grew from Brooklyn motif. And it's like, one... Harlem, yeah, whatever. Because, uh, <laughs> like, all those references to a rose that grew through concrete, I'm tired of that shit, nigga. It, it just, like, listen to some other poems. No, nah, but it just looked like that it didn't even convey Shit. That. Shut up. It didn't even look like it conveyed that theme. Like, aside from the check being embroidered with thorns on it, nothing else really conveyed the theme of Harlem. Like, it doesn't 
because you know my like my ex she from Brooklyn and that was the first thing I thought of I was like oh you know like the name in New York um New York Bay shoe all right I could you know I'm pretty sure she would want to freak it a different way and then on top of that there was another collaborator that came out like not too long ago that had a rose on the back of the shoe but it was like an all black Air Jordan one I I forget the name of the artist though and so I'm like, they probably had to do something to differentiate because I wouldn't be surprised if the early designs were similar to that one, right? And they just decided... I, I don't... What? Go ahead. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they decided, they need to cancel it. I mean... I, I, I just don't like the... I just don't like the mismatched checks. I think that that was the nail in the coffin for me. Um, like they could have even went with something like maybe maybe like a Nigel Sylvester check where it's just implied. Like it just I don't know. Like they 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 should have thought that over. They almost look like a pair of um like Fat Farms or shit. Sad. What you call it? The uh Russell the Simmons the Simmons girls had. Like they look almost like those. Like they don't even look like. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, like pastries. I said, early 2000s aesthetic. Yeah, they look like pastries. And I'm like, bro, this ain't, this really ain't all that good. I don't know. Yeah, nigga, I don't want no chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side ass no, ones. Right. Get them Somebody the fuck out of here. Eat your ass. Fucking Wu Tang. Like, you can't Wu Tang better than me ass ones. Get them the fuck out of here. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to these uh, get to these last uh, topics. I'm pretty sure you will exercise all sympathy in your body for. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, God. Yo. So um, today, a picture leaked of um, a Kobe four in memoriam of Gigi Bryant in the colorway of her team, uh, the Mamba, the Mamba Cedars, which were white and black. And um, yeah, this uh, um, the Kobe, I'm not mad at the Kobe fours. Like you can tell that they're definitely going to key in on that model. However, uh, yeah, whoever is deciding these GG colorways, I'll give the first one a pass. But this one is like, like, bro, come on, man. Like, the plaid. You would have been better off putting that as, you know, on, on the inside of the shoe. But the placement of it on this shoe is, it's like the shoe is already plain. It's just, uh, bro, I don't know what's going on with that line. I don't know if it's Vanessa. I don't know if it's Nike. But this is... I think it's people realizing that Kobe's fucking suck. All right. Doug. No, I'm right. No, no, you're not. Those suck. Five suck. Most Kobe's fucking suck. There's not much place to do anything with coloring on them. The white and black motif, I get what it's for. It's boring. They're horrible shoes. And the GGs are even worse. And what really pisses me off is all these people posting for GG and all this other stuff. We need to stop 
acting like because someone passed, anything related to them deserves a pass. Are there great Kobe's? Yes. Are there horrible Kobe's? Yes. And these are disgusting. These are some of the worst I have seen. I hate this shoe with a passion. Like I, I like you said, I don't know if it's Vanessa giving an okay for this, but whoever's in charge needs to be fired and arrested because those shoes are fucking horrible. I, I agree that the shoe is that this colorway is pretty bad as far as it paying tribute to Vanessa, but I mean as far as paying tribute to Gigi, but damn. Like this is yo. Like somebody they need to they need to also um you know like they just started putting out designer names again. We spoke about that like a minute ago. About um yeah, yeah. Nike not putting out designer names. They need to put out people that also decide colorways too because nigga like this is they need their ass beat. Yeah. Th- that I agree with you with. Somebody need their ass beat for just deciding on the color blocking for this. They can even go away from it being a, a performance shoe. Like I I feel like this is something now I want to keep. I wouldn't mind them switching up the materials every once in a while to kind of just make this uh, a walkable shoe. Like, I don't have to play, you know, like how the LeBrons, how you have the flywire ones, but you also have, I mean, uh, fly knit, but then you also have the leather ones. You have suede. Like, just mix stuff up every once in a while because we know that these aren't going to be on the court like that unless they're worn by the NBA players or the real hoopers. We know there's going to be people out there that are going to get these that they're not going to hoop in them. They're probably going to sit up somewhere. They're probably going to be worn to a dunk exchange or uh, with some sort of convention. Like, everything doesn't have to be performance-based. Just make some goddamn Kobe ones and leave these ugly-ass low-tops in the past. Well, no. I'm not mad at them bringing Kobe 4s back. Because it started the whole... I know. You like garbage, but... Shut the fuck up. Uh, They're fucking soccer cleats. Yes, they're based off of soccer cleats. Congratulations. I know, because that nigga plays soccer. Cool. You made an ugly-ass shoe. Get that shit out of here. Nick, you know next show is in person, right? Cool, we can fight on air. Yeah, all right. Ain't gonna be too much of a fight. All right. (laughs) So, last but not least, we have the Nike Dornbecker Collection 18 has just dropped. Uh, they released official pictures, including the Nike Vomero 5, um, Air Jordan 1 Low, um, and some other some other pretty decent models. Like, it's, it's a pretty solid collection. I ain't mad at it. Matter of fact, the Vomeros, I've actually stayed away from Vomeros, um, but the orange pair in this collection is pretty hard. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, yeah, those gonna be the problem. This might be the most solid collection. Like they got some pretty good kids this go around. Yeah. Oh my god. What? Right. Like strongest. I like the Prestos. I like the Jordan ones. The foams are ass. The Harachis okay. The nineties are meh. But the Valeros are fucking fire. 
Yeah, the Vomeros. I think I've, I think they knew that too. Like, oh yeah, we finna snap on these because you know Vomeros are the go-to shoe right now. But goddamn, yeah, homie went crazy on those. Like, I really fucks with those. That shoe is amazing. He probably <laughs> whoever designed that Vomero, they probably passed Nike a design. Like, yo, what do you think about this? They're like, you know what, Timmy. Don't even worry about it. We got you. Yeah, I mean, they 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 sauce this shit up. But I don't even like one lows. Yeah, these the are all right. in that pair. These is all right. I don't know if I would keep the laces. And I know the laces are like one of the main, you know, factors on this shoe, but Yeah. I don't No, nah, fuck that. Just throw in some light purple laces. Nigga. Yeah, them them one lows are a problem, and I don't even really care for one lows. But between those, and I'll say the Zion's, yeah, these these joints is like that. Yeah, they they did a great job. Like, cause you know I've consistently hated the Dornbacher collections, so for them to be this good, now it's just gonna come down to: Am I going to be able to hit? I doubt it, but I'm excited for this. Yeah, shit is going to be all bad. Nigga, you can even hit on 85 Jordan 1s this morning. I ain't you broken up over those. Yeah, I'm just as duty about it. Yeah, I was going to flip. Um, well, with that being said, I guess, is there anything that is pressing that you feel the need to address? I was really hoping more people would have came in. Because I definitely wanted, uh, especially like a couple people seeing what their opinions were on the timeline, I wanted you to go toe-to-toe with them, uh, specifically. Oh, tell them that they're wrong? That'd be fun. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wait, there is one more thing. I guess we can speak about it in here. Um, You know, while we do have the audience that we have, yo, are we going to, do you want to make it a personal mission this year to get Soul Savvy up out of here? <laughs> I'm always down to shit on somebody. Yes, yes, fuck so sad. Because I think that was part of the main issue that I saw a while ago. And that was, you know, that was part of the beef that I had with Kari. Like, yo, if these niggas is moving weird, why even give them light to begin with? And so now that we have somebody confirming it and during Black History Month. Like, all right, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I was waiting for you to text me back on that. Yeah, my fault. Like, yeah, let's no, 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 no. Let, let's let's go ahead and and um, you know, just like I had the issue with um, homeboy putting out the tweet talking about yo, we can't even listen to Gunner in the shop no more. And it's like, yo, ain't all y'all niggas white? Hold on, hold on. Let's end the show and then we can cover it. No, 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 because we, we can say that for next week. Well, I mean, we're just nigga. The show running long. Oh my bad. Me. Yeah, so no, I'm saying as far as the recording of the show, nigga, final like we won't catch y'all next week because we got some shit to talk about. (laughs) All right, so yeah, final thoughts. Um, if y'all have not checked out Jerlisa Nicole's Black History Month Kicks of the Day uh thread, go check that out. I will be participating in it tomorrow and hopefully for the rest of the month. Um, I just been sick and I've been wearing Crocs. Like for the longest fucking time, so I'll be taking. Shut the fuck up. Um, 
but aside from that, yo, it's Black History Month. Just go out there and make history and uh, be a part of history, my niggas. Yeah. Uh, peace, God bless. Be black. Be proud. Yeah, we bike in person.